Welcome to episode one of Frontier, a Star Wars actual play set during the High Republic era. I'm your host and Game Master, Ben Frisch, and thank you for joining us. Badform has been producing Star Wars actual play content for the past four years, but thanks to our wonderful patrons, Frontier will be the first show with a simultaneous release on YouTube. The video format is very new to us, so you will see the quality get progressively better as the season goes on. But with the new show, we have two new players coming to the table, both of which have never played Fantasy Flight's Star Wars system, and one of them has very little knowledge on Star Wars in general. So I will be doing my best to give better explanations of the rules and the lore of Star Wars as we go on. The cast of characters is as follows. Colin Baker as the Weequay Jedi, Miggs Gunbomb. Dalton McCart as the stoic Cayuso Tracker, Abisu Salto. Haley Codling as the curious astromech, Z3RO. And Tim Kamey as the Human Republic Ambassador, Orlin Kensington. Thank you for watching or listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. It is a time of peace. The galaxy is ruled by the Republic, and protected by the noble Jedi Order. During this time, pioneers of the Republic push into the frontiers of space. And as a symbol of this expansion, Supreme Chancellor Lena So has commissioned the construction of a space station known as Starlight Beacon. This station is months away from completion, and when it is finished, it will serve as a ray of hope for all the sea and the Outer Rim territories. Meanwhile, on the planet of Corellia, a new Jedi initiative is about to begin. Twelve long-beam starfighters prepare to launch into the frontier. Each of these starfighters is led by a Jedi Knight and a navigation crew appointed by the Republic. Their goal? To aid the planets and people of the Outer Rim while acting as representatives for the Jedi Order, but more importantly, for the Republic. The systems and trade routes these starfighters are being sent to are all potential candidates for induction into the Republic. We begin our story with a shot of Coronet City on Corellia. Large-scale shipyards are in constant production, covering the coastal city in mist and smog. The city itself is wider than it is tall, with no building standing taller than Corsac Plaza, a small-scale replica of the Senate building on Coruscant, which is situated almost perfectly in the middle of the city. The camera moves into a small dockyard of private hangar bays off the coast, and it is here we see our first two heroes. And looking around the hangar bay, you notice you are the first to arrive. Tell me what the two of you look like. Um, I've got Jedi robes, um, but my outermost robe is kind of a like a deep red. The inner ones are dark brown. Um, and I've I've got a belt with stuff on it, but really the only important item is my my force pike, which I think we'll find is usually drawn. It's not on my back often, you know. It's like a it's a pike and it's a walking stick and everything. Clothes drying um, rack. The yeah, whole yeah. <laughs> Use it to turn the lights off from a distance. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got three long braids. And I'm a weak way, so I've got a scabby face <laughs> with like a, almost a beard of long horns. Uh, little Z3RO just kind of poking out from behind Colin's robes like a child. <laughs> like I said, he comes to about about knee height. He's not very big. The central things that you really see are the big eye in the very front of him. He's got two almost like tractor tread style wheel situations on the sides with a little little boy in the front little light blue with a little yellow in there a little scuffed up but generally pretty new i was freshly wiped and added into the team but a few ventures so a few scuffs here and there and um 
yeah, and like we mentioned, I can lift up from the head, and then you see a few arms sticking out from beneath my body, but I don't do that too often because it just makes me kind of nervous. <laughs> I don't, I don't like yeah. being that high up. Probably <laughs> uses more energy too. It uses a lot stuff. of energy. I'd much rather just roll around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine we um, we walk up to the one designated for us, the long beam, and I mean, Miggs isn't like that excited about it so i don't think he runs in or anything i think we hang out by the ramp waiting for the rest of the crew so um as you approach the ramp coming down it you're going to see a rose gold protocol droid um shuffling down to greet you Um, as far as you know you didn't expect there to be a protocol droid on the ship okay Um, so it's a little bit of a surprise Um, but as it approaches it says Hello, Master Jedi. I am TZ-11, your onboard protocol droid for this assignment. I have been tasked with managing your communications as well as providing diplomatic assistance and translation for the inhabitants of the frontier worlds. I am honored to be part of this historic journey. <clears throat> um, all right, then. We appreciate the help. Um, glad, glad you're honored. And I'm I looked down glad. at C3, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not very glad. If a droid could glare, then my <laughs> droid is glaring at this point. Is that because you you don't like droids or uh the way he called him Mig's master, that's not it. He's, <laughs> you know, it's just him and I against the world. So this rogue droid coming in acting like he knows stuff. Uh the droid is going to notice your glare. <laughs> um and kind of stare down at you for a moment before turning back to Mig's your personal Jedi starfighter was delivered earlier this morning and is currently residing in the hangar bay of the Longbeam Starfighter. Fantastic. And I, your astromech is not standard Galactic Republic regulation. I won't have strife in my crew. If a, this, is, <laughs> this is where if I had a soundboard and there was a curse button, I just cursed at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well... If you ever wish, I can arrange a droid exchange. I curse when, at him again. <laughs> I, I when we... put my staff, like the bottom of it, down in front of you. Like, take, take it easy. Little two arms reaching out, the hold me back <laughs> moment. Yes, I understand. Um, the pilot, Iwi Grinko, was the first to arrive, but he left in a hurry. He, he left? Y- yes. Um, he said he would return shortly, but I'm afraid that was over three hours ago. And he didn't mention where he's going? Not to me. That's something you should ask next time. (laughs) I turn away from TZ-11. Oh, I apologize, Master Jedi. (laughs) And I crouch down to Z-3 and uh, you go get into the hang of security and I gesture over to the door where I imagine there's like an astromech port kind of thing i'm gonna turn to the joy that came up and do the equivalent of like a z snap at him <laughs> and then walk over to the <laughs> i'm um yes i will follow you in to make sure that everything is working properly <laughs> i don't want him near me <laughs> it's going to protocol droid shuffle behind you as you skid up the ramp and as you're skidding up the ramp um migs you hear behind you the doors of this open roofed hangar slide open and we see our next two heroes approaching the ship. I stand back up very straight towards them. And I've got my staff in one hand on the ground and my other hand behind my back. I will not be shaking hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you know, whenever Salto appears, I'm going to be maybe 10 seconds behind and you will hear me before you see me. Good. You're coming down the hall very loudly. You'll see. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, our Kaiuzo comes in first. Uh, tell me what you look like and your demeanor as you approach. Yeah, um, so when the door opens and he walks in, I mean, he's confident in his walk. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He strolls across the hangar floor. He stands about six and a half feet tall, has a deep bluish-green skin common to the Kaiuzo and yellow eyes. Um, he does wear a respirator slash translator unit on his face, um, so he will be speaking through that as the does not speak basic. Um, Very cool. For those of you who don't know what the Kaiuzo are, um, Imbo from Clone Wars was Kaiuzo. 
Um, Constable couple, Zuvio. Constable Zuvio. Um, so if you remember Imbo, he is, uh, or Abisu is actually missing the symbolic hat slash shield that Imbo used. Um, instead, he is currently wearing head wraps and a ghillie suit over his plain tan clothing. And he has a bowcaster and a small duffel bag, and that's about it. And he approaches the ship and introduces himself. Name Salto. I'm your guide. I, uh, I'll take my data pad out and guide tracker and muscle, I'm hoping, as I yes. look up at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. We, uh, got a bit of a problem with the pilot. He's gone missing, so we're working on that. But imagine once we hear back and I look at the ramp, uh, I could use your help on it. And that's when you hear the sound of just like lots of pounds of equipment <laughs> dragging along the hallway and slowly revealing from the side of the door, you see Orlin Kensington with an overstuffed backpack and dragging a sled with a crash survival kit <laughs> into the hangar bay. A sled that's got like half of the repulsors turned off on accident. Yeah, well, he doesn't know how to work it, so it's just yeah, right. Just, like the sound of an empty chair being dragged along the ground is what's coming from him. I scroll quickly through the list, seeing if there's any one that this could fit, and there isn't. Orlin Kensington is an older human male. He's got thinning hair, great mustache. At the moment, very sweaty, and is just like almost falling over onto his back but not quite and he looks over and he says ah mr miggs hello it, it it's i orlin kensington i you wouldn't be able to offer a hand of help would you i can't it just doesn't seem to turn on it, it, it i find orlin kensington on the list and i turn to salto and i go oh, the republic stooge help him out <laughs> <laughs> just nod and go help him carry his stuff <laughs> and you can turn on the repulsor lift too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I just walk up, look at you, and just flip a switch, and the whole thing just kind of levels out. <laughs> at that point, that's when Orlin falls over onto his back and goes, Ah, what, that was there the whole time. Uh, sorry, I'm new to this whole adventure thing. Stands up, brushes himself off, marches up to you smartly, Migs, and then holds his hand out for a handshake because you said you're not giving out handshakes. And Orlin Kensington, advocate and legal counsel at your uh, service, sir. I turn towards the ramp. TZ-11 in there will guide you to your quarters. Uh, and where would you like me and to put the crash survival kit? I actually paid for this out of pocket because... In your quarters is, is fine. Um, how big are my quarters? Because <laughs> no. this thing is encumbrance five. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love this character so much already. <laughs> well, very well, sir. Um, I will follow you shortly. And he goes around, and instead of pulling it, he gets behind the crash survival kit and starts to push it up the ramp. Starts pushing. Good, good. I'm going to calm Z3. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are going to cut to you. And you're rolling around the ship. You find an astromech port. You're going to plug into it. And uh, what did you guys say? You're going to look at security cameras? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So that'd be computers. So yep. two yellow, green. Make it against easy difficulty. I got two little ranks in it. So can I make this green a yellow? Is that how that works? Already did. Already did. Look at that. Cool. Against, against one difficulty. Boop. All right, here we go. Oh, so that's just going to cancel out that. So it's three advantages. Oh, no, no successes. No successes. <laughs> three advantages. Um, so you're not going to get a full picture here. Um, you're just going to see a small Ardenian, and an Ardenian is... Um, the pilot from Solo, the small monkey man with four arms, you're going to see him giddily run out of the cockpit down the ramp, and that is the only footage you have of him. That's the only footage I could get because I'm too distracted by the other droid. The droid is, is yelling in into your ear. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> just... um, but he fled giddily. 
Yes. Okay. He seemed happy. He seemed happy about this. All right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to take a little arm and just kind of swat, hush him back, and pull out and go to Migs and report this little man running away. And cool thing about you being a droid, you can just download that and then play it for Migs. <laughs> right. She has the hollow emitter built in. Right. Your eye can just display that video. And then these two are coming up the ramp as I'm coming back down. So I'm yeah, gonna I'm helping come... him push yeah. <laughs> his stuff just up the ramp. I'm going to see... Uh, sorry, sorry, my brain. Me too. I'm going to come down the ramp all excited to relay this information to Migs. And then I see Salto coming up the Salto. ramp. And I just stand in place i'm terrified of this man (laughs) six feet tall i'm about three feet tall Uh, (laughs) so you see me look at him you hear a little tiny shake in my body and i just quickly run back around him to colin (laughs) i before you realize my little wave but you've already turned and left (laughs) i put my comm back down where i was raising it to call you (laughs) oh good you're here and i'll give you a little pat on the head and then i'll play the little i'm gonna say track because i don't know <laughs> any hollow vid i'm gonna play the little hollow vid to mix all right it's not exactly what i was hoping for um z3 this is and i'll kind of nudge you back around the corner salto and kensington i hold out a tiny little arm to kensington to shake his hand <laughs> oh uh hello there uh, you take your hands off the sled and it rolls back down the ramp. <laughs> I'm still holding it, so it's just like, <laughs> I don't notice it at all, though. And I look up at Migs and I go, uh, and I hold my hand in front of my mouth as if the droid can't hear. Um, refurbished? <laughs> <laughs> You're very lucky I didn't hear that. I, I You're lucky the droid can't read lips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Um, I, I ignore the question and shout for uh, TZ, who I imagine is about to catch up. TZ finally shuffles down the ramp. Oh, Abisu and Miss Master Kensington. Yes, G- come with me. Let me show you to your quarters. Yeah, finally, some respect around here. <laughs> You're only going to get it from droids. <laughs> I'm imagining Kensington just walks up the ramp with TZ and leaves me with his sled. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. totally forgotten. Yeah, totally not before forgotten. seeing my uh, my glare at him <laughs> after the respect comment. All right. Um, well, they're seeing their quarters. Come with me. I tell Z three and head back down the ramp. We're going to hangar security. See if there's anything else. Because um, that was our ship, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, as far as the video is concerned, yeah, you you uh, all you saw was him running from the cockpit down the ramp. Um, so any footage outside of that? Yeah, don't blame me. Blame the other droid. Oh, Let's say that this um, that this hangar that you're part of in this small docking bay is Republic run, mm-hmm. and there is a Republic servitor's office down the road. Perfect. Um, or just right outside of the hangar. Yeah. Um, that you can approach. No uh, open guards right now. No. Cool. Yeah, we'll we'll head to the to the uh, Republic Servitor's office then, um, and I will calm TZ to inform Salto and Kensington that we're we're headed out, and you can come meet us when you're done. I just have a duffel bag, so as soon as they show me the door, I just toss Dunk. it in and turn around <laughs> and walk back out. Yeah. How about you? Does it take a while? Orlin Kensington? I think Orlin's going to be upset because all of the bunks here are are shared. (laughs) Oh, does Orlin and I share a room? You do. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes. Um, So I'm going to say that in this private hangar bay, um, there's just like a central command station where there is a Republic... Um, Republic employee, and you can go to different hangar bays from this central location. Gotcha. Um, cool. We'll say that it's just a human male, uh, younger, with dark, slick back hair, and he's looking bored. He has his feet kicked up onto the console, 
and he is surfing the uh, the hollow net on his data pad. Um, I'll have my data pad out open to the pilot's information, what I have, and uh, just kind of drop that on the, the counter. He'll sluggishly kind of put his feet back down, pull his chair in, and pull it down and look at it. Jedi Knight, Meeg's gun bomb. We've lost our pilot. Lost in what way? Ran off. I need you to tell me which direction. I'm going to pull up the little hollow vid to show this man. Yeah, and he doesn't pilot. see you over the counter, yeah. so it's just the hollow <laughs> vid peeking clip. up. Yeah. <laughs> Desertion's uh, no good, huh? And he's going to start typing onto the console and looking through the security footage. He left the facility. Which entrance? He's going to kind of cycle through. He went south into Coronet City. Um, on the video of him, can we look at like his uh, his outfit and stuff? Does he have any... Like we fully saw what he looked like. Just a short... Right. We just don't just know a little Ardenian boy. And he's, and he's running out. Go ahead. Give me perception checks. Uh, both of you. Or first perception check. <laughs> first of many. What is it? Oh, wait. Against? Did we do our uh, destiny? We didn't do the destiny oh, points. Everyone roll gosh. a force die. Two light side. One dark. Two light side. One dark. Two light Yay. side. Wow. You guys have a, quite a few points to play with. Heck of points. And Colin, you're going to do like a fun, like animated graphic that shows all the uh-huh. light side and dark side oh, points, yeah. right? Yep. It flies in whenever here we it is right them. here. Oh, and I'm supposed to track it to your finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely happening. It's episode one. This will look good in <laughs> two us, seasons from give now. Give us a couple years, <laughs> and we'll get there. <laughs> when all of us get replaced by more attractive, better actors. Right. Yeah, exactly. impossible. The thing is, For we know all. how to make it look good. We're just not going to yet. I'm going <laughs> to settle in. Um, how difficult is our perception check? Uh, since you're watching this through a hollow vid, um, give it to me. Slow. <laughs> <laughs> give me a fast, medium difficulty. <laughs> a medium is two. Two. Pull. One success, three advantages. Oh. Uh, two success, one advantage. Okay. So both of you see him running to the south entrance, which is going to take you further into Coronet City. Um, if you went the other way, you would be going towards the ocean and more dockyards where there's more ships and more ship production. Okay. Um, and Migs, you got the most advantages here. As Iwi Grinko, your pilot, is running towards the south door, you see a small something fall off of his person in the video. Mm. Right at the uh, right at the entrance. Okay. I'm uh can I point that out to Z three? In the in Absolutely. the video, and say, is it the entrance to the ship that he dropped it, or the entrance to the bay? Uh, the exit to the hangar bay. Cool. That was that's more appropriate. Cool. The exit. Cool. Why don't you go check this out? See if it's still there. A little affirmative beeps and boops, and then I do a small little excited circle and dart off towards the the exit bay to go find this thing. So, Z three, as you go down. Your auditory sensors go off as you roll over a little piece of paper and you hear the crumpling below you. Ooh. You slowly back up and look down. <laughs> There's little tiny tread marks on it. It's kind yeah. of hard to read. <laughs> I'm going to pick it up, look at it in my little hand. Mm-hmm. What do I see? You're going to find a ticket to the Fortune Bay Gambler's Palace. Ooh. Oh, God. And as I assume one of your arms comes out and picks it up and looks mm-hmm. at it, you see that it's an official ticket to a five-year track. And as you turn it around, you see written on the back in ink, the Tatooine Amethyst. I'm going to 
store it in my little body and then run back to Migs and just be standing there in front of him like a little dog who just fetched a stick, hold it out with my two little hands as to you, show. As you get back to Migs, I assume that Abisu and um, Orlin catch up. The Republic servitor has already gone back to watching something on this holovids. And in the meantime, I've just told him, thank you for all the help. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Hangers on lockdown until I say otherwise. And he's going to just kind of like, as he's watching the video, turn it up and give you like a, a hand gesture, like tone it down. <laughs> Does he have a pin that says AJAB? <laughs> <laughs> You're a Jedi. You can't just bash this man. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm a droid. I can I'm going to take a picture of him for later and then walk away. <laughs> a serial killer? What are you talking about? It's Jedi business. Shut up, Orlan. <laughs> With the Ibisu and Kensington coming back, did the droid stay on the ship or did he come along? As the well? droid's not leaving the ship. Good. Uh, he's, he's locking it down. That's great. I don't want to see him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show the ticket to Migs and then I'm going to see Ibisu coming up behind him. And I'm going to kind of hide it from the rest of the guys <laughs> and just show Meg's gun bomb. Do you, do you like, they're on one side of me, you're on the other? And are you like reaching a little hand yeah, out? Like, come, here, come here, on here, down, here. come on down. <laughs> I crouch down. Tug on the robes. Yeah. <laughs> what do we, uh, I, I see the ticket. Yeah. So you see the ticket. Um, there's a couple names on there for this five-year track ticket. Okay. Um. Tatooine Amethyst is circled, and under it you see Velvet Sky Dancer. Oh, very cool! For one. very, very cool. cool. <laughs> but gambling is not very. I love cool. horse racing names. <laughs> if this is it, he's not lasting long. And I hand the ticket up to uh, you know what? I'll hand it to you, Orlin Kensington. Ah, the tracks. Let's see here. Oh, can I do like an underworld check? Like, I feel like I know that this means that the race is rigged, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, do it against... Let's do it against three difficulty. Now, why do I get the hard one? Because it's Underworld. You're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> You're... <laughs> All right, that's two failures and one advantage. Mm. One advantage. What do you want? Uh... I'm net positive in my history of betting on five years. <laughs> Velvet Skydancer sounds like an interesting racer. So what are the odds on that? <laughs> Where's the track? Oh, well, if uh, we look at the local map, I'm sure it's relatively close by. The uh... Uh, I can see about getting us transportation or see if I can flag down a speeder or something. The kid at the desk is going to continue to turn up the volume on his data pad and uh, slide you a card that you can plug into your data pad that is a map of Coronet City. I I take the card and I plug it into Z3. You just see me kind of lean back, almost like zoned <laughs> out and just display the hollow map of the city. How far is this uh, this gambling palace? I'm going to say it's within walking distance. Like Kensington walking distance? Or, or like, like Salto or walking like distance. Salto. I don't have the sled anymore. It's in Salto's jumping distance. <laughs> um, no transportation necessary. And I'm going to start walking towards the exit. As we come out of the bay and it's more of an open city situation... I'm ahead, very excited, but then I see everything around me, and I instantly yeah. get a little spooked, and then just run back yeah. <laughs> to Colin's you, character and just hide underneath his robes, and you see one little eye poking yeah, out. Yeah, you hit kind of like a main strip, mm -hmm. and it's just a wall of people. People, and yeah, it's that uh, very movie style, just like suddenly thousands of voices that are coming around me, and I just yeah. run back. No, thank you. So uh, how tall are the buildings around us in this area? 
Um, like I said, it's wider than it is tall. Are we um, talking like two story or like bigger? Probably than about that? two stories. How far can Kyuzo actually jump? Uh, I believe in game mechanics you can <laughs> jump medium distance. I I think it explicitly says <laughs> two stories. I think Does as really? we walk out, I'm just going to just jump to the nearest rooftop and just kind of scout ahead to see if I can see him amongst the crowds ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Do we uh, notice that? I know he's behind C3 and I. I'm sure you do, Mr. Sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> I am very sensitive and very force-sensitive and otherwise. Yeah, if you want to notice it, you can notice it. I do. Um, but I assume you're too cool. Like You see it and you go, I can do that. <laughs> More like a... But Orlid's just mad because he can't. <laughs> That's what I saw in the catalog. Yeah. Glad he's using it. Uh. I think as as Z3 tries to get between my legs, I'm going to kind of nudge you out. And you can be under my robes, but off to the side. Because it's a lot. <laughs> it's too much. And I'm just going to keep heading straight there, pushing people aside if I need to. You but... did just get a dog. Yeah, yeah you just got, got a dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, scouting ahead of them. Can scouting I ahead, yeah, go ahead. Make and, perception, uh, see if I see anything. Yeah, make it against, easy. Um, Easy, just one. Yeah, go ahead and take a setback for all the fog and. Yeah, yeah, one, two. I've got two successes, two, two threats, and one triumph. Okay. Um, you see a Favier track. Um, at least the lights of the Fabier track, um, for the two threats, they are powering down. Ooh. Um, but in front of those lights, you see the fortune Bay gamblers palace entrance. Okay. I just see the building, which was on the map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, a um, triumph. Uh, do we have, you get something big out of it. Hmm. You're not going to see the Ardenian because he left about three hours ago. Right. Um. <laughs> Is there an unlocked speeder on this roof? <laughs> <laughs> if you want there to be, there I can was, be. I was wondering if you see the board and you remember the names from the ticket. You can see if he if he won or not, <laughs> too. Yeah, sure. Is there like a Jumbotron floating around somewhere? Yeah, sure. Um, Did so, he win? <laughs> so, so he had Tatooine Amethyst circled. Right, mm. he dropped his ticket. Um, and then the second name was Velvet Sky Dancer. And on the jumbotron, you see that Tatooine Amethyst did indeed win this race, but he couldn't claim his money because he dropped the ticket. Is that what you're telling me, or like, or is this? Or did just he a, not remember which notes. one he circled and he, he bet on the wrong horse or wrong Fabier? <laughs> it could be either of those. Oh, we'll things. see. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did we get our comms yet, or... Everybody has comms. Okay. I'm going to calm down to Migs and let him know that I see the path and which horse won. And start Fabier, just... Favier, not a horse. Sorry, yeah, Favier. Come on, man. I'm not... Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, but, like, no what is the Favier? Because I am just imagining... You know, in... Oh, uh, yeah, uh, The last... Uh, the... Oh, when they all ran out of the tracks and trampled everyone. Yeah. yeah. And there was a kid Big with a broom. Big floppy ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. The dog horse Those is guys. on Cantobite. Yeah. yeah. Dog horse on Cantobite. I think that's the one part. I, I mean, oh gosh, the one part in the movie that I thought was cool. No, <laughs> oh my God. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> it is a spicy take because it is it the is. opposite <laughs> yeah. of whatever the angry people think. But You well, just proved no, 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 she didn't. that you <laughs> don't really watch Star Wars. <laughs> Haley didn't say one. that she in thought it was. Way. You know, important to the plot. She said it was fun, so that tracks for hey, all of tracks. Canto. But yeah. <laughs> it was the new pod race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not talking about. We're not getting into we're it. We're not getting though. into it. Anyway, really enough time. So you calm back. Yeah, I'm going to calm down. Let them know what I see, and just keep making my way towards the gambling palace, unless told otherwise. I think I'll come back and say, just uh, watch the crowd. See if you can find him, Kensington. Head in for me. Uh, and as you pass uh, would me... Would you mind holding my... Uh, would you mind holding my pack, sir? 
<laughs> I take your pack <laughs> and I give you the data pad with the information on the pilot. Uh, very well. Uh, I shall reconnoiter and uh, calm you if anything I, comes up. I, I, I purchased my calm link personally from my own phone. And start walking away uh, with Z3 following me, I hope. You kind of walk away and your robes reveal me underneath as you're walking away. I'm just standing there and then I realize that I'm supposed <laughs> to quickly run back to you. So you're pushing Orlin in alone. Yeah. Okay. So um, Orlin, you start walking towards the Fortune Bay Gambler's Palace um, through a yeah. sort of... Take a moment to straighten my jacket, push my glasses up my nose and nod and head yeah, in. Yeah, you kind of move through this maze-like... Uh, shrubbery and fountain path uh, that take you to the tinted glass doorways of the casino. Um, but as you step in, it's a totally different vibe. The lighting is muted and dull. Uh, the only color is coming from the few dozen flickering slot machines and the carpet and walls are stained with a sticky residue from years of spice being smoked in the fortune Bay gamblers palace. Um, and it looks like it's winding down. There's a three-piece jizz band playing slow music for the few patrons still at Sabak tables. And uh, scanning the area, you see a few human security guards who look like they're slacking off and in the middle of conversation. And uh, the betting boards reflect what I said earlier, that Tatooine Amethyst won. Ah, damn, I thought for sure Velvet Skydancer would take it. And uh, over a small speaker system, you hear that the betting booth and the Fabier track are closing down. Yeah, what I want to do is I want to try and get to the betting window before they close. So I can ask them about uh, Yui. Are you trying to do it stealthily or are you just running to the betting window? I'm trying to look casual about it and not raise an alarm or anything. But I mean, okay. I'm sure there's desperate people who are like, no, 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 I didn't mean to bet for that horse. Sorry, that Favier. Let's do a little descriptor here. Do you have a Republic insignia on your body? Very large on the back of my jacket, and I am also wearing a Republic uh, medal on my chest. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> the medal. <laughs> that just says Meritus just gonna, Award. I'm just going to flip a destiny point. Um. As you're passing by, a few of the security guards are going to look you up and down like they stop mid-conversation and kind of stare at you. And then they look at each other. And if you were paying attention, they're going to um, get up and walk to the other side of the casino and disappear. You do oh, have Well, the, I'm sure, I'm sure the, they're just doing their job, so it's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You have the ticket still, right? Uh, yes. Cool. So you're going to um, go through the double doors into the five-year track. Um, the bedding area and the stands around the track are completely empty. The floor is covered in tickets, uh, butts of stim sticks and broken glasses from previous drunk patrons and... Uh, the lights of the racetrack are powering down as you enter. And uh, the only employee you see is a female Zeltron in the process of closing the gate behind the betting booth. Oh, uh, excuse me. Pardon me. One, one, one moment, please, if you would. Uh, the gate lifts back up and she kind of peeks under to see you. Uh, yes, the race is over. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I'm not uh, taking any more. Totally, uh, I completely understand where you're coming from. Um, however, uh, our pilot for our ship was uh, partaking of this event, and I was just, I don't believe there's many Ardinians here on uh, Coronet City, so I was just wondering if maybe you had seen him, if he did anything illegal and was arrested. I'm just looking for information. You're, you're talking about Yui. Yes, yes, Yui Grinko, uh, pilot, Ardinian, uh, all around great guy. Yeah, I've I've known him for years. Um, he's your pilot, though. Yes, he he is our pilot. Um, I personally do not know him yet, but I'm sure we will get along smashingly. Um, she's going to uh, 
release the uh, gate so it kind of slides back up and she's going to sit down and get behind the console. Um, yeah, um, you, we didn't do so hot today. <laughs> On that subject, is this a ticket for entrance or is this a ticket for a bet? And if so, is it still viable? <laughs> she's going <laughs> to she's gonna look at it, turn it around and see that... Uh, Tatooine Amethyst was circled and Velvet Skydancer's name was also on there. She's oh, Yui. Is this his? <laughs> I would assume so. My employer asked me to bring it in here and ask for the whereabouts of the pilot Yui. Velvet Skydancer went down uh, early in the race. I think I actually had to put it down after. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Does, wait, does Kensington just drop his accent and go, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, By the maker. <laughs> Yui uh, didn't make out great today. <laughs> uh, he, um, he put up pieces of uh, Longbeam Starfighter's collateral for his bet. Mm. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Mm. Looks like uh, the weapon system's on it. Did he? Yeah. Okay, um, and... And it looks like he lost about eight grand oh my God. on this race. Uh, um, uh-huh. And uh, she starts to look nervous. No, no, I, I understand completely. You had nothing to do with this. Um, is that ticket worth any money? Not anymore. I'm, I'm sorry. Ah, silver linings, they pass so quickly. Um, um and uh, I, I... I, I see that you're with the Republic, your medal there. <laughs> oh, yes, there's actually a very involved story about it, if you have the time to... Uh, it's just, um, I, uh, I can't control what they do to your ship at this point. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. I, I understand completely. Um, however, who would be in charge of removing the weapon systems from the ship upon Yui's failure? And also, would they take Yui? Uh, she kind of gulps. Give me a, uh, <laughs> give me a charm or some other coercion. Oh, he's not scary. No. I'm, not, I'm not trying <laughs> to bully <laughs> yet. I'm, I'm being nice. This is just an hourly employee. The badge employee. is kind of scary. <laughs> oh, yeah. The wolf. <laughs> His participation award <laughs> that he wears. <laughs> You're very close to the truth, Ben. <laughs> Uh, how difficult of a charm check? Uh, make it against one challenge die. All right, so that's just one success. One success. Um, she gulps. Um, well, uh, the Fortune Bay Gambler's Palace, it's, uh, it's run by uh, a woman named Lady Gorgara. Oh, she sounds lovely. If your friend lost a bet, um, I imagine she's he's with her, if you understand. Um, you might not see Yui again. Well, no, you, you don't understand because he's our pilot, so he has to take us off planet. Right. <laughs> um, you might need to find a new pilot. Why would I need to you find a new understand. pilot? I'm sure this is just a misunderstanding. Do I have to spell it out for you? I can read. Lady Gorgara is a is a, is a crime lord. She's going to kill him. That's what happens to anyone. Oh. Who... Oh. And I pull out my comm unit and I turn around. <laughs> I, I put borrowed... my hand over the comm and I turn back and I'm like, um, where might Lady Gorgara be at this time? Well, uh, I mean, after a race, uh, they go out to her yacht. Um, excellent. You have been very helpful. If I had any money, I would tip you. I do not, um, have a very pleasant yeah, day. It, um, just, uh, you know, nobody needs to know what I told you, right? I don't even know your name. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> and she's going to shut the gate. <laughs> <laughs> and I take out the comm unit and I am now brisk walking back to the front door. It's not cool anymore. And I'm trying to calm Migs. I, I think I answered the comm pretty immediately. Uh, hello, Migs, are you there? Yes, what'd you find? Um, so, as it would have seemed to be, 
Yui lost uh, his bet on the Favia race. Uh, very unfortunate. Um, additionally, unfortunate is that he put parts of the ship up as collateral for his bets. I'm going to... Um, I imagine this comm channel is already open for the four of us. I'm are we, gonna are we bring, conferencing in? <laughs> I'm going to conference in TZ11 also. <laughs> Hello, Master Jedi. What Not can I do for right now? Oh, apologies, Master Jedi. Has anything happened to the ship? Oh, there are two men currently removing the forward weapons platform off of the long beam. I told them to stop, but they blasted one of my arms off. I'm and on I'm my way. In I'm going to hang up on Please <laughs> TZ <come back>. 11. <laughs> Why would he not call us first? Uh, anyways, uh... Additionally, uh, I assume we are going to solve that problem first. Uh, number two, uh, Yui is most likely being held by a Lady Gagara, who is a crime lord on a yacht, most likely either at the docks or at sea. And thirdly, that ticket was no longer of any value. <laughs> I'm already on my way back to the hangar. Um, Salto, find Kensington, start looking for this Lady Gagara. We'll take Roger. care of the, the ship. And uh, I'm sprinting back. How well does TZ keep up with me? Or Z3? A little Z3? Pretty dang well. He's a little zippy boy. All right. Can we roll for it? Yeah. yeah. What am I rolling? Uh, it'd be agility? Athletics, eh? I Athletics. Think. Oh, maybe I'm not very fast. <laughs> either roll your athletics or your coordination. I'll take either. I'll be nice. Um, against Migs, do you want your athletics or your coordination? Athletics. Um Okay. With a setback because I'm holding Orlin Kensington's bag. Yeah, could Z3 actually <laughs> roll mechanics to see how well they put aftermarket parts on their treads? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> so what's your athletics? Uh, I have one skill. So it's a yellow and two greens. So to catch up to him, you're going to roll against a challenge die. Oh. And two difficulty die. Hey, <laughs> listen. And a boost. And a boost. Because? Because he's holding uh, Orlin Kensington's bag. That's true. Alrighty. Just watch how fast I can go. Okie dokie. Threats. Cancel out the advantages. That's going to go there. Looks like two success, an advantage, and a despair. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. Do I get lost in all the feats of the crowd? <laughs> I lose sight of him. I mean, you did succeed. Yeah, I got two success. But you got advantage. one. Yeah, success. I mean, you and catch up with him. And as you're following right behind Migs, uh, you're not going to realize that he just stopped in the road. <laughs> um, and you're just going to bump into him. <laughs> because you are facing down three... Let's say three Zabrak males. Oh, good. With a cart behind them that have uh, a little turbo laser weapons platform on the grav lift that they're pulling. What's a, what's a Zabrak? A Zabrak is Darth Maul. Gotcha. Um, cool. Picture it without the tattoos. Mm -hmm. Just Naked boys. Naked boys. Probably cool. <laughs> Iridonian Zabrak, right? Or... Iridonian Zabraks, yeah. Great. I mean, we've only seen them go down hard, mm -hmm. if you think about it. So, right. it should be easy. <laughs> but we lost all our element of surprise. Thanks, Haley. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I smack into the bag, and it just jangles everywhere and yeah. alerts All his stuff spills out yeah. between <laughs> us. You can't reveal my secrets like that. <laughs> Some of it. Can we roll for one secret? All What's right. something that roll me a d20 if you get over a 15 i will allow one of my secrets to be revealed i don't have a 20 in front of me oh do you guys have all one? right how about a d10 all right yeah roll a yeah, d10 if it's over five <laughs> 10 you could have just said five it's okay yeah. <laughs> no secrets revealed but migs you're standing in the middle of the street these zabrak who were kind of like messing around they're pulling the cart behind them they stop and see you just standing there with your staff in front of you um i think they're gonna notice that you're a jedi um and i have a big 
picture of my face painted on the side of the long beam <laughs> so they'd recognize in me. a pinup fashion <laughs> you're gonna see him kind of push uh their jackets back revealing blaster pistols and they're sweating with a says z3 bumped into the back of me knocking the the bag down but right. they probably haven't seen z3 yet right do you roll any advantages on that? Um, uh, yes, I have one advantage. Your cloak is going to hide Z3. It looks like you just dropped the bag on purpose. Yeah. Like I, you're getting ready to brawl. Do I try and come around the side? No, 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 no. But he smacks Wait, me with the yeah. staff back. <laughs> I hold you back. And I'm going to whisper, sneak around and disable the lift. You see a tiny the... little arm give a thumbs up. Out, yeah. and, and I'm going to before... Z3 has a chance to do that. Can I... Like, we've got the crowd to assist you in sneaking around. I'm going to go for... If you go around, like, my right side, mm-hmm. I'm going to go for their rightmost guy and try to hide her... Or hide Z3 from his vision with misdirect. Okay. So I just spin one of those, right? Yes, you're a... going to roll a force die. Okay. You need side. one light side to activate it. Um, okay. So Z3 is effectively hidden, and you actually should have rolled two because you have two force points. Gotcha. That's going to take getting used to. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, you do succeed. Um, Z3, will you read uh, Misdirect for me? Yeah. User may spend a force point to make a target at up to short range. Unable to perceive a chosen person or object silhouette one or smaller until the next turn target cannot see or sense the hidden object or person. And then I have an upgrade to medium range Mm -hmm. and I could alter the appearance instead of um, hiding it. And it says person, but what you are facing down is a minion group. And Haley, there are three tiers of enemies. There's going to be minions. That's your lowest tier. They're going to be easy to beat, but they come in groups. Mm -hmm. And the bigger the group, the stronger their roles are going to be. As you kill off minions in a group, their roles are going to get weaker. Um, There's rivals, um, which are minions that also have strain, (laughs) like Uh, you. Like, they're not super strong. Right. And then there's nemesis. That's going to be your inquisitors. That's going to be your bounty hunters. That's going to be your siege rows. (laughs) (laughs) i'm also laughing because i know what that is (laughs) that's my sexy pantoran from the other show i also know what those are i'm gonna say at this point (laughs) orlin kensington and abisu are going to catch up you two kind of sense the uh the brawl in the streets as well as the crowds of people are going to see what's happening and kind of disperse down alleyways. Were you guys following me or were you guys meeting up and looking for Lady Gorgara? You told me to go to Orlin, so I was just heading towards him. So then they're not with you. Well, let's keep the group together. Let's say that we're on our way. Yeah. Yeah. You are your own people. You make your decisions. You are a person. (laughs) Um, With an award. And... and uh, Z3 is used to this maneuver, the just me hiding and you, you sneaking around. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to turn the repulsors on their cart off gotcha. so that they can't <laughs> escape with it. Can do. One of the Zabrak is going to speak up. You a Jedi? I uh, look at my <laughs> lightsaber pike and look back at them and just nod. <laughs> this your stuff? I think so. The Zabraks are going to look over to one another. I'll uh, just take a step towards them. They all put their hands on their blasters. Well, uh, we don't want any trouble with the Republic. I bet you don't. How about a trade? A trade from my parts? Or a trade for Listen, your freedom. And I'll take another step forward. You're 
they take a step backwards, kind of bumping into the grav cart, pushing it back a little bit. Uh, your pilot owes Lady Gorgara 8,000 credits. For a, for uh, it's a borrowed borrowed money. Um, can I try to do a coercion? <laughs> yeah, um, and I'm just going to take another step forward and say, "No pilot's worth eight thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Make it against a challenge and a difficulty die. <laughs> One success, three threats. They kind of stumble backwards. Um, do you want to make a mechanics check mm-hmm. to see if you can turn off the gravity lift? Mm-hmm. Make it against easy. Hmm. One success. So as they bump back into the gravity lift, backing away from you, the gravity lift shuts off and just goes doom onto um, the ground scares two of them two of them run off but uh, i'll give you a destiny point if the one in the middle who backed into it got his like heel caught under it <laughs> oh and he's stuck under the yeah. okay so it smashes his foot and he's stuck and tried to pull away he's like you're never gonna get your pilot back <laughs> as he's fumbling for his weapon and uh the other two they just they're gone clear out yeah i'll just go up and use the uh the blunt end of my lightsaber to try to knock his weapon away okay give me a would that be a melee that would be a melee okay it's too difficulty yeah melees right okay two success you knock the blaster out of his hand. It skids across the ground. I think and I might. he's almost in tears. Can I go grab that blaster? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm go gonna, grab it. I'm going to go grab it. You don't really see anything other than a small blaster floating up into the air about two feet and then disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, after knocking what, it away. What do you want, man? You, you can have this stuff. You boss. What about it? Where is she? She's, she's on her yacht, man. Please just let me go get this thing off my foot. I'll turn the the lifts for the front of it oh. on, pull him out, and then kind of push him onto it, I think. Yeah. He's my prisoner now. <laughs> go Jedi. <laughs> she's on the yacht. She's just... She's just off the coast, man. And you think your friends are headed to her now? Without the stuff, no. Fair enough. Well, you'll be coming with me. No, come on, man. And I'm going to just start pushing. We need to get the stuff back to the ship okay? <laughs> before we can head to Lady Gagara. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm just going to start pushing the cart back into the hangar and back towards the ship where... TZ can work on it. Why not? <laughs> I mean, if he can, we'll see. <laughs> if you made it back to the hangar, you'll see just an, a rose gold arm on the ground. But <laughs> <laughs> Can I? We're not there yet. Okay. <laughs> um, so you guys are heading back to the hangar. We cut back to Orlin in Ibisu. What are you two doing? I feel like I probably caught up to Orlin, so I'm just trying to figure out if we have any more information about what the ship's called, its location, anything like that. Oh, when I say yacht, this is a yacht. Yeah, this is on the water. Yeah, but oh, well, yeah, yacht. Uh, but like, do we know where along the coast it's at? Do we have any other information what the yacht's called yet? I think people know where Lady Gagara's yacht is, probably right. It's just whether or not they tell you. I just <laughs> yell at a stranger. <laughs> you there, sir. What is the name and description of Lady Gogara's yacht? Um, we'll say that it's just a Twi'lek woman. She's going to stop to talk to you. And uh, she looks behind you and her eyes kind of widen and she's going to scurry away. Because a gigantic man just landed after jumping off a roof. <laughs> No, I, I assume you're behind Orlin, I assume right? I'm there, yeah. You're, you're already there. I, I'm with him. 
But uh, a couple of those guards from the casino have been tracking you. And you also have a group on your tail. And uh, <laughs> I'm just yelling out loud, Lady Gogar's yacht. Yeah. <laughs> a description, please. Just going to reach over and tap him on the shoulder and just point to the crowd of guards coming up on us. And uh, No, hang on. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> the main one has a gun. He's pointing it at you and he smiles. End of episode. <gasps> Thank you.